Hello everyone and welcome to Prepare the Answer. Um, it's great to have you all with me today. I hope you've had a great weekend. This is a Sunday, um, Sunday um, 30th of September. Yeah, I don't often get um, podcasts done on a Sunday, but um, I had something that was really um, on my mind over the weekend, uh, as these things often are, and um, I thought I really must have discussed this at some point and, and raised this as, as a potential topic on my podcast. And uh, it's a strange title today, uh, I will explain as I go through. Um, the title is um, The Forgotten Reality, The Negative Impact of Sin. Um, and I will address that as I go on. The, ne- the Forgotten Reality, The Negative Impact of Sin. And what I'm talking about here is, uh, basically what I'm, what I'm addressing today is, I mean, how do you feel about sharing your faith? How do you feel about reaching out to the lost world? And I'm really talking to Christians today. How do you feel about reaching out, out to the lost world? How motivated do you feel in your workplace, in college, on the streets, in your family, to share the word, to share about Christ, to share about the hope that we have in Christ? How, how motivated do you feel when you look around you? Does it feel like too much work? Does it feel like... It's too difficult that people aren't interested, that it feel like you don't know where to start. Um, and many other things that can make you feel potentially demotivated. Um, we know that we can have many Christian evangelistic programs to motivate us to get out there and share our faith. And we can do this from time to time. Maybe we have a good spell for a while and then that ceases again. We, 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 we maybe run ourselves into the ground maybe. Or we do it for a while and we, we just we lose motivation. Or any number of other things, we encounter problems or obstacles or questions or objections that we just can't deal with. And there's many number of things can happen. And what I'm addressing ultimately is that, you know, that motivation to share our faith. As we know, we're called to do, make disciples of many nations, you know, to reach out, um, you know, to spread the light, to shine our light, um, to be ambassadors of Christ. And we know that we should do that. And I think in our consciences, we often know this really is the right thing to do. Uh, and what I want, what I'm getting at today is, um, what what really should motivate us? One of the things that really can motivate us, and it's in the title I just said there, The Forgotten Reality, The Negative Impacts of Sin. I just thought I'd title myself over the weekend there. Uh, what I mean by the forgotten reality is, is really the negative impact of sin. I think it's something that we can forget about. We can forget about the fact that the world is under the, the dominion of sin, as we as Christians ourselves once were and still feel the effects of in our life. Um, the forgotten reality is that people all around us, their lives are dominated by sin. Um, what I mean by sin, obviously we all have a fair idea what that means, is just we all know we should live a certain way because God's put his moral code and compass inside of us, but we don't live in line with that. Our consciences often tell us that we're not living the way we should. From a very, very young age we all experience that. We've got that moral code inside of us, as do every human being on the planet. Uh, but as Christians, we become aware through God's law, through his word, of how we should live, how we should treat people. We become even more sensitive to what's right and wrong. So sin is anything that deviates from God's moral standard, which is a lot of things. Now we know that God came to forgive us of that sin, but we see that sin and the effects of that sin all around us. So that's the negative impact of sin could well, well be all around you in your life. Of all the people in the light in, in your life that you know, the negative impact of sin will be evident in their lives. Uh, and the reason I say it's forgotten reality is sometimes as we step out to share our faith, we can think of many different things that will help us share our faith. We may memorize scripture, we may enlist people who are maybe good at that kind of thing, or we, we try to tip our 
toe in the water to try and speak to someone, sometimes we just miss the thing that is all around us. The forgotten reality is that people all around us are drowning and struggling and dying in their sin. The effects of their sin are, are, are destroying them. They're, it's the sin that's destroying them. Why did Jesus come to this earth? He came to free us from sin, to take away this thing that was bound to us, the thing that dragged us down, that, that leads to so many problems. Um, and again, it's the effect of sin in our lives that causes so much of this. So what I want to say today is this is the forgotten reality. It, this negative impact of sin is all around us. And that, when we see it for what it is, can motivate us. Where do we see this? Well, we see it in many ways. The, ob- the obvious things, like things we would have done ourselves that we could still potentially struggle with. Uh, and please drop me a line if you do. Um, but things like, like alcohol. Alcoholism, where you drink too much, you go out just to get totally drunk because you want to forget reality or it helps you be more confident or that's what everybody else does. And you see the effects of that in people's lives. They do and say things they wish they hadn't. They end up with significant um, hangovers and headaches or you end up with rotten livers or you end up uh, alcoholic. I read about it every day on my job. People end up destroying their lives because of alcohol. Or maybe it's smoking. I, I lost my own granny because of lung cancer due to smoking. I lost my, maybe even other members of my family as well due to the same thing. And I, I may lose others because they, because they smoke. It tells them on the packet that smoking kills, but they continue to do it. Um, and again, we know that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and we shouldn't do anything that pollutes our body. Um, you know, maybe it's that. Maybe it's just, you know, sleeping around. Maybe it's impure relationships. Um, you know, maybe it's just stress. People are just weighed down with stress and anxiety. You know, maybe problems come in their work or come in your, you know, wherever you are in your family. You see people dealing with life problems, health challenges, you know, losing a job, financial problems. And you see people dealing with stress. And you see people struggling um, and they've nowhere to go with their stress. They have to handle it all by themselves. And this weighs them down and destroys people. I mean, the job that I'm in, I work as an auditor of disability assessments, and, and I see this as the number one thing I see uh, as a health problem for people is depression, anxiety, stress. And the effects of it are, 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 are catastrophic. It's so, so upsetting to read about how it cripples people in their lives and what they have to deal with. So again, stress. People have nowhere to go. You know, they're worried and anxious and they've nowhere to take that anxiety. Um, and, and often just living for all the wrong things. Um, they don't know how to manage their stress. The Bible is full of, you know, calls for us to like, don't be anxious about anything. Pray to God. He cares for you. He understands. Um, you know, other things that we can we can see are just relationship problems. God, God we know that God's plan for us is to have a soulmate in life, you know, for most of us anyway. Uh, but you see it all around us, people just in this culture today, well, why shouldn't I have my cake and eat it? Why do I have to be devoted to one man or one woman? Why can I not just sleep with whoever I want, whenever I want, and just do it my own way? And you see the damage that that causes in people's lives as well. I'm sure there's many more things you can think of that I haven't said today. Many other areas of sin in people's lives, even just simple things like slander. You hear people slandering one another. You know, backbiting and, and talking to people behind their backs. And at the moment you hear that, you think, goodness, what are they saying about me when I'm not in the room here? Um, or what are they saying about each other when they're not in the room? Or I think that one of the things that really stands out to me, actually, when I think about it, is the effect of lying and deceit in people's lives. It's so prevalent. Oh, my goodness. 
And when I think of what I would be like if I, if I wasn't reading God's word every day and trying to do what I feel I should do. And again, even I can feel like white lies are acceptable now and again. Just a little tweak of the truth or withholding what I, I know I should say because I don't want a person to know that. I mean, it's so easy to fall into that. But again, you see the effects of lies and deceit in people's lives as well. And I'm just saying this today because this is what we see all around us every single day. We, we've been uh, in slavery to this ourselves at one time and now... Maybe we feel free of that, and I really hope that we do. And if we don't, please, again, please drop me a line if you don't feel free from that. Because even as a Christian, we can end up being enslaved by these things again. But we, we should really see this all around us and really want to set people free. You know, the Bible says that God's, um, you know, his, we're, we're ambassadors. Um, his great mission, his great message of reconciliation was that he was reconciling the world to, to himself not holding man's sins against them, Second Corinthians 5, not holding man, people's sins against them. Imagine the freedom that people have when they don't feel guilty for their actions anymore. Now, it doesn't mean it's a license to immorality, a license to sin. What it means is that the God who made the universe has actually came down to take away that sin from you. This is incredible. This is an incredible message that really has to be shared with the people that we see in our lives. So what I'm saying to us today in terms of Christians who want to reach out, look around you. Just look around and see who's in your office. Look at your family. Look at your neighborhood. Look at the people all around you and think, look at the effects of sin in their lives. I'm no better than them. I'm not above sin. But I have to deal, they have to deal with it on their own. And that's the very thing that Jesus came down to set them free from. Yeah, the Bible talks about the fall. It talks about sin that's held against people. But the God of the world, the God of the universe... He came in, stooped into the, he stepped into the earth to set us free from the effects of sin. And I just want to say this today, it's a forgotten reality, this negative impact of our sin. This is what can motivate us to share our faith. So I just want to say that to us today, just to really help us to, to, to again, to just want to step out and help people. Um, and on that note, actually, I'm studying worldviews at, at the moment in, in terms of my master's. Um, and what I want to say today, just as a little practical for us, um, if you are thinking about helping people to know God, to, to, to be set free, to be at peace, to, to, to get them away from the negative effects of their sin, um, and to give them just a hope in the future, a much better life. I think one of the things to think about, because we're also very aware, I'm sure, of how people sin. So we're very aware of the fact that, you know, people are, all the non-Christians out there, we can easily think this as Christians, almost come across as snobbery. We can almost, you know, we try not to, of course, Look, look down on, on non-Christians and think, well, look at all the sins that these people are doing, like I've just talked about. And I know that's not to be our attitude. But what I'd say to you today, I'm trying to do this, this little practical, is think about how you would build the people up for the good that they're doing. In other words, in the ways that they demonstrate sort of the moral code that's within them. Um, well, how do you see it? And how would you encourage them? Will you see people around you in work, you know, maybe... Uh, not holding the door for someone, but maybe stepping out and, 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 you know, stepping out and doing something for somebody else, but with no reward for doing it. And the people didn't even see it. And I'm sure we see this every day, or at least hopefully every week anyway, where you see people really stepping out and being very selfless. You don't want to jump in and say, oh, that's what, that's what I would, Jesus would do. Certainly you'd like the chance to say that, but just to encourage people for living in line, if you like, with what we know to be right, uh, because God has, you know, made it so. Um, but yeah, just to, to one, just to think how you would encourage people, but specific, maybe practically do that at some point. 
just just encourage people. Again, maybe when I say that, I mean you're you're probably involved in conversations with them about your your theistic beliefs, your your belief in God versus maybe how they see the world. But you can hold them up for the good that they do, as opposed to. And I know this is all about the negative effects of sin, but I just want to slant it that way as well to say try and think practically how you can build people up. Uh, but it's very hard to reach out and help people if we're only very aware of the things that they do wrong. Yep, for those who are involved with them, try and help out, try and reach out, try and encourage them, and try and think about how do I build people up. And it's a good idea to do, of course, building one another up, whether you be Christians you're talking to or non-Christians, just to be someone who, who tries to build people up with their words. So maybe make that the practical for the week. I, I know I certainly am. I'm going to think, how, how can I find ways to do that this week? Um, so yeah, it's great to, to go over this today, as I say, the forgotten reality, the negative impact of sin. This really will motivate us to step out and try and... F- you know, bring Jesus to people's lives because that's what he wants to set them free from. Have a, and again, obviously have a relationship with, with their creator as well, which is a pretty enormous thing. Um, thanks so much for listening today. Um, I'll be back again soon. Please drop any comments. Please check out the blog, www.preparetoanswer.wordpress.com preparedanswer.wordpress.com any likes or any comments or any, any objections, any thoughts you have about anything or anything you'd like to hear on this blog as well at some point. Um, and I'll hopefully put that up soon. Be back again with you soon. I'm praying just to all have a wonderful week. And I pray for our conversations. Tell me about your conversations. Tell me about the people in your life. Tell me where you're struggling to know what to say or where you've had good conversations. Um, I know I have good and bad conversations myself, uh, but we need to keep praying for people that we can be ambassadors and that we can help um, help the lost, help help everyone that we come into contact with. Many thanks for listening. Be with you all again soon. Goodbye. You know what's probably about spot on you? That's probably the way. Is that maybe talking to myself for? Uh, Sophie! What? The only thing, just slightly below it, maybe. Was it watching YouTube? What, 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 I was doing a podcast. Naughty daddy.